You're listening to the Black Sheep Talks podcast. My name is Karina Greco, and I am your host. I am an online coach, writer, storyteller, speaker, and podcast host. My mission is to help others manifest a life of travel, adventure, and financial freedom. I created this podcast as a platform that allows for raw and authentic conversations to be the norm. I will be diving into all sorts of topics, including manifestation, mindset, self-love, healing, personal growth, spirituality, relationships, travel, the super yacht industry, entrepreneurship, and so much more. I am passionate about sharing the life lessons that I've learned and how certain experiences have helped me grow and evolve in this lifetime. My aim is to inspire you to dive deep into your own personal growth and manifest a life you love too. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. Hello, Black Sheep community, and welcome back to my podcast, The Black Sheep Talks. I'm Karina. I'm your host, and we are kicking off this Monday talking all about the yachting series where I'm going to continue dropping episodes for you all about my experience in the super yacht industry. I've had a lot of people tell me they want to hear the ugly truth behind yachting, all of my stories, and I've got a bunch of crazy stories that I'm going to share with you starting from you know today, but really I did share another one a few weeks ago, which is how I got bullied on my very first book. So if you want to hear about that one, you can definitely go back. Um, and last week I was speaking about how I manifested my dream job. And today's story is going to be a horrible experience that I had on this boat. Um, you know, it was just one experience, but it's something that happened with a specific charter guest. And the reason I'm really sharing the story is because the yawning industry tends to like glamorize everything. And I really want to show you the truth, right? To show you that there is a bit of a dark side to it. And when you are a yacht crew, you unfortunately have to deal with some high class guests, you know, guests that might be very demanding, very picky, and sometimes often rude. So you do need to have a bit of a thick skin in order to navigate your way through this industry. So the reason I'm sharing this with you is to really show you what kind of experience you can have on board. And of course, everybody's experience differs. So don't think that your experience will be identical to mine. But this is just a story that I want to share with you guys today. So on this boat that I was working on in the Amalfi Coast in Italy in the summer, um, it was a charter vessel and we were doing large charters. This yacht held about like 20 to 30 guests. So it was an unusual size yacht. Normally, you know, you have maybe 10 to 12 guests. This one was like, a party boat and we would have a lot of guests come on and this group in particular was a group of Americans that had come on and there was the immediate family which are the principal guests the ones that you know we're making sure that they're having the best time and the other people that were there were like their friends or partners of close friends you know people that weren't the principal guests but were there to enjoy the charter as well so Right away, you know, you can kind of like tell who is going to be very, very picky, very needy, you know, who's kind, who's not. You kind of just like do the scan of the the guests. And more often than not, the girls on the interior that are working, that are the stewardesses that are serving, they likely find this out quicker than we do on deck. And I was working on deck at the moment. So you know, I had to drive the tender, I had to take them out on, you know, to do the water sports with them, things like that. I'm um, take them t- ashore and back. Um, I often went ashore with them. So this story particularly is an experience of me going ashore with the guests. They were going to um, a winery for the day and I was meant to accompany them. And, you know, 
go with them and chaperone them pretty much, um, be there like as somebody, um, you know, to help out if they needed anything. And of course, be the communication um, with the yacht to tell them like, when are they coming back? When are, you know, give them all the updates. So it was a great responsibility to have with like 30 people. Um, and it was kind of raining that day. So we had prepared the tender. Um, before that, we had actually gone to town and they went shopping and had a bunch of shopping bags. Um, so then we were bringing all of the shopping bags back on from the tender, from the Amalfi Coast. I think it was, we were in Capri, I'm pretty sure, or Positano. I can't remember right now, but we were, no, it was Positano. That was right. So we were coming back and we had to bring all the shopping bags and, you know, we asked everybody, do you guys want us to take all of these bags back? And that way you don't have to carry them. And then you can go to the winery without all of the stuff. They were like, yes, of course. Sounds great. So we did that, took the stuff back. I came back on the tender, ready to accompany them. I had a bunch of umbrellas because the weather was like a little bit unstable. Um, It was in the mountains in the Amalfi. So it had been kind of raining here and there. Um, So anyway, we got into the shuttles, into the vans, and we ended up going up into the mountains, into the winery. And before we were taking off, um, one of the women who was not a principal charter guest, she was indeed just a guest tagging along with her partner. Um, And you can tell she was like the most high maintenance of the whole group. She wasn't even the principal guest. um, And she just had that high maintenance written all over her. You know, those rich people that are just like expecting you to treat them like royalty, but then they treat you like an absolute slave. Yep. That kind of person. Right. (laughs) So it wasn't a nice feeling that I was already getting from her. Um, Everyone else was super lovely, making an effort to, you know, chat. Um, The principal guest was really nice, Um, but she had right away turned to me and gone, "Um, where is my sweater? And I said, Um, excuse me, ma'am, your sweater. Um, I'm not sure what you're referring to. Um, She said, I left it in the shopping bag and you took the shopping bag back to the yacht. I can't believe you would take my sweater. (laughs) I was just like, woman, listen up. I had no fucking idea that your sweater was in your shopping bag. You didn't say anything. I asked everybody before taking the things back whether or not you wanted anything and nobody had said anything. So I took all of the bags back to the yacht. And so you realized afterwards that your sweater was in there. That's your fault, not mine. But of course, I couldn't say this to her. Like, even though I was just like, my blood was boiling and I was being triggered by her speaking down to me, I had to, you know, be patient, smile, and not speak back, which is like the hardest thing for me to do. If you guys know me, I'm a fire sign. I'm an Aries. I hate it when people speak down to me. I cannot stand it when others treat me that way and disrespect me. Of course, my blood's boiling. I'm like ready to fucking blast off like a fucking volcano, an active volcano and erupt. And that's how I was feeling. But I had to take a deep breath and I had to smile and I had to apologize and say, I'm really sorry, ma'am. We can go back and get your sweater. Um, If that's what you would like, let us know. And of course, that was going to delay everything because we were already late to getting into the shuttles because they were coming out of the restaurant. And of course, you know, people take their time and la di da di da all of that stuff. So of course, she was just like, oh, no, you're just going to have to buy me a new one. I was like, okay, calm down, dragon lady. Like, really, this is like getting a bit too far. And I was alone at this time. So I was there with 30 guests. And I was literally like, I have never had somebody scream at me like this. Like, 
I didn't even do anything wrong, yet I'm being blamed for this woman for getting her own sweater. Like, this is the ridiculous kind of stuff you might have to deal with in the industry with people that come on charter are entitled and have money and think that they can speak to you this way just because you're a yacht crew. Like, it's pretty fucking ridiculous. And not to say that all rich people are like that, but, you know, some of them are. Um, So... What had happened was I ended up like getting on my radio, um, radioing over my chief officer, telling him what was happening. And, you know, he's like, give me a call. I had my cell phone, called him. um, And I was like, this is the situation. I don't know what to do. I'm getting yelled at. And he was literally like, this is ridiculous. Like, you should not be treated this way. Um, You know, I'm sorry you're dealing with this, but, you know, let's just buy her a new sweater if we can and try to solve this as best as we could. So at least he was understanding and like my team was like, this isn't your fault. It's all good. Don't worry. You're going to be fine. Like, thank you for holding down the fort. I was like, why the fuck am I alone here with these people who are literally just acting ridiculous? Um, And this is the point in, in my day where I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like, what am I doing um, serving these people who literally are treating me like a slave? Like, that's how I felt. It was pretty fucking shitty. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was holding back my tears. I'm pretty sure I was on my period that day. And I was like, this is just not fun, right? I'm all alone. And this woman's yelling at me. And I don't know what to do. So the principal charter guest comes up to me and he's like, Karina, I'm really sorry. Um, she's really difficult to deal with. She's um, one of my friend's, you know, partners. And I don't really, you know, we we all have to deal with her pretty much is like what he said. And I was like, okay, at least he's also compassionate towards me. And, you know, that's to say not all rich people are evil, right? Money is not the root of all evil. It's just that some people are entitled and some people are assholes, right? And, you know, she's not even the one that was the principal guest with all the money. She was just tagging along and feeling like, you know, she was able to speak to me in this way just because I was beneath her in that situation. So he handed me like 300 euros and he said, can you please just go find her sweater? Um, You know, just take the money and go find it. Thank you so much. And they were like at the winery at the time, like having some wine. We had ended up taking the shuttle all the way there. Um, And I was like, okay, where the hell am I going to find the sweater? So I had to call the shuttle guy. He came to pick me up and me and him went on this fucking mission in the mountains of the Amalfi Coast to find a sweater. And if you've ever been to the Amalfi Coast and you've gone to like Bomerano, that's where we were, like outside of Positano, where, you know, there's that main town, but we were like up in the mountains, like a good 40 minute drive. And I'm telling you, there was nothing but goats and wine. So I was like, where am I going to find the sweater? And luckily as we're driving, you know, we finally stumble into this like little town which you know had these little boutique and coffee shops almost felt like a little like you know small little Italian town that you would literally find in the middle of nowhere that's what we found and I was like oh my god thank goodness okay let's go in here like what what's around so the first thing I see is like this thrift store and I'm like oh yes okay they're definitely gonna have some sweaters or cardigans in there so I go in there and I'm looking and I tell the guy okay yeah I'm looking for like a cardigan And he shows me the rack of the cardigans and they were like the fuggliest sweaters that I've ever seen. And I was like, great. How much are they? He's like 20 euros. Perfect. 
give me the ugliest one. <laughs> and I like picked the ugliest green sweater and I was like, yep, that will do. Let's do that one. Um, I was just like, I honestly, I'm going to just have a laugh at this situation. Like this woman is treating me like crap. Well, I'm going to bring her a really ugly fucking sweater so she can wear it and look ridiculous. So that's what I did. Um, and of course, you know, I was probably being a little bit of a teenager in that moment, like getting all angry and frustrated and, you know, being triggered by how she was treating me, which is, you know, what I shouldn't have done. I allowed myself to get emotional. I allowed myself to get angry. I allowed myself to get frustrated because I didn't like to be treated the way I was being treated. But in all fairness, like I have a right to feel those emotions, right? Like nobody wants to be treated indecent, right? So either way, no regrets. <laughs> I got the sweater. We went back. We finally came back and, you know, they were finishing up at the winery. I bring her the sweater and all of a sudden, you know, she completely flips. Like before that, she was like super cold to me. Like I told you guys, she was like, you can find me a new sweater, right? Like I expect you to find it. And she was literally almost like speaking to me, like, you know, you're mean, school teacher that would like scold you like that's how I felt like she was speaking to me like I was being scolded by this like woman <laughs> it was like what the fuck is happening right now so I bring her the sweater and she's like oh thank you so much honey thank you thank you and I was like wow okay this is the epitome of like somebody that is super fake and right away like I was just like I cannot deal with this kind of energy right and I am an empath and I'm somebody that really really feels energy so for me when when I can feel that someone is being ingenuine and being like rude and you know all of those kind of things it I do take that energy on I go oh like why is this person treating me this way? Like, it's just not a nice feeling. Like, who likes to be treated like shit? But especially if you're somebody that really, really takes on energy, it could exhaust you and can make you feel really crap. So I was just like, okay, this woman is absolutely crazy. Um, you know, she's just literally loves to make other people feel bad. I can just see that. I can sense it. Um, and now she's being super you know, ingenuine to me, pretending like she's my friend. Um, and then she went like, oh, like, I don't need the change. You can give it back to the principal. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll keep the money. <laughs> and I remember like going back to the principal guest being like, here's your change. And he was like, oh no, like keep it for your troubles. And I was like, sweet. I just made 250 euros off of a shitty cardigan that I had to buy for this woman. That's a pretty good tip for what I've just been through. So that was definitely the positive in that day. Um, you know, I had to go through and endure being spoken to like I was literally a piece of crap. And it was probably like one of the hardest things I've ever experienced, especially being alone in a group where you're trying to be professional and you're trying to keep a smile on your face. And if you guys know me, um, my face has my emotions written all over it. Like if somebody upsets me, if someone pisses me off, if someone rubs me the wrong way, like you will fucking know. And that's when the Aries in me comes out. Like it is obvious. It doesn't matter how fake I'm smiling and like how hard I'm trying to put a smile on my face. Like you can tell that I'm not happy. And this woman clearly knew. So, you know, that's why she was treating me this way. Um, but anyway, a big lesson that I learned from that is that people suck. Yeah. Some people fucking suck, but at the same time, you cannot allow, you know, 
how others treat you, what they do, their actions, their words, you know, any of that affect your inner peace. And what I learned is that I have allowed people to affect my inner peace my entire fucking life. Like I still do to this day. Like this week I've had somebody trigger me. I've had like 10 people trigger me and I'm still working through those things because I'm a very compassionate person. I'm someone that really empathizes empathizes with a lot of people because I feel very, very deeply. I'm also very highly sensitive. I've written a blog post about this in the past and I'll actually link it in the show notes. Um, You know, I don't really blog anymore and I'm going to be sharing these posts. That way you can just have a read of it and see if you resonate. But this was a big lesson for me. It really showed me that I can't allow external situations and and people to affect my inner peace um, because it's just not healthy. And it's really hard in the yachting industry because you're trying to be a professional. You're trying to do the best that you can. You're trying to do your job. And even if you weren't working in yachting and you've had an experience with a coworker or a customer where something like this has happened to you, like I'm sure it's triggered you and made you feel like shit. Um, But remember that people are your mirrors, right? They're there to teach you something. So for her to trigger me and to you know, instill this response within me for me to go like, fuck, like, I feel like shit right now. I feel like, so, um, you know, like, like literally like a slave, like a number, like I don't even matter. I'm not valued. That really struck a chord in me. And I think, well, it's not even, I think, I know that it has to do with that feeling of, you know, rejection and that I'm not good enough because I had a lot of that inner child's trauma happened with me where I really felt like I always had to prove myself. I always had to, you know, fight for love and affection. And it's not something that I was always given. Um, So it's always poured out into all of my relationships. It's poured out in my careers. And this is why situations like this have come up where I've really been triggered by people who have made me feel unvalued and unworthy. So this has definitely been a lesson for me and something I've reflected on after this happened. And it's something that still continues to pop up in my life because these patterns will continue and continue until we learn our lessons, right? So I know my triggers. I'm very self-aware of them. Um, So now the question is, do you know your triggers? Because when you break into the yachting industry and you have to deal with people that might put you in stressful situations, make you feel uncomfortable, how are you going to react, right? How are you going to handle yourself? And I still feel like I handled myself really well. Um, You know, I smiled. I still stayed professional. And in the end, I did let it go. I didn't let it affect my inner peace. Like when I came back to the yacht and all the crew were like, oh my God, are you okay? We're so sorry you had to deal with that. Like, holy shit, she sounds like a nightmare. Like what happened? I was literally like, you know what? It sucked for like 10 minutes and it really triggered me and it really was awful and I felt really alone, but I got 250 euros. So fuck it. I'm happy. <laughs> like I was like living and learning, letting it go, not affect, letting it affect my inner peace. So that's just like one of the horror stories that I had in yachting. And I know so many people that have had even worse stories than I have. So my biggest thing is don't expect this industry to be all rainbows and sunshine. You're going to meet some shitty people. You're probably even going to meet some shitty crew. And I'll get into those episodes in the future too, because it was definitely not just guests that triggered me. It was definitely crew as well. And the reason why I'm really talking about triggers is because I'm really passionate about 
speaking about these kind of topics that we don't like to really talk about. We don't like to do the inner work within us because we don't like to be uncomfortable, right? What humans really like to be uncomfortable? But I invite you to embrace the uncomfortability and to really start to dig deep into your personality, your triggers, and what are some things that come up for you when people upset you or rub you the wrong way? Because it's not going to be the first time and it's not going to be the last time in your life that someone is going to upset you or hurt you or, you know, disrespect you. It's just the way that life is. We're always growing. We're always evolving. We're always learning. The question is, are we going to reflect on our experience? Or are we just going to you know, keep repeating the same patterns and allowing people to treat us a certain way? So this is why I'm super passionate about talking about this because this is something I also teach inside of my program, the Financially Free Yachty Mastermind, which is a mastermind that teaches you more than just the strategy of how to break in the super yacht industry, right? I give you everything and I tell you how to network, how to get a job, you know, how to prepare, all of those good things. But we also dive so deep into the mindset work to get you prepared for this industry, but to also really learn how to thrive on board and not just to thrive on board, but to thrive in life. Because if you don't do this inner work, then, you know, you're always just going to kind of float through life and not really understand why certain things repeat themselves, certain things manifest themselves in your life. Um, And as humans, it's so important for us to grow and evolve. So this is really my passion of what I teach in my program. And I've already had a ton of women apply um, for the October round, which is happening in a few months. So if you are one of those women who are ready to enter a container that's going to be transformational, that's going to be a sisterhood where you're all going to be growing and evolving together, preparing to leave your nine to five, to go against the grain, to break into an industry that, you know, might challenge you, then I invite you to apply. The link is in the show notes and I look forward to connecting with you. And as well, I also have my ebook that is going on sale for 10% off and the discount code is going to be the black sheep talk. So because you guys are regular listeners here on this podcast, I'm going to give you the discount code 10% off. Just put in the code, the black sheep talks, and you can grab my ebook. This ebook literally tells you everything you need to know about the industry. I share some stories in there as well. Um, I've had such great feedback about it. You can definitely check the link in the show notes, see all the reviews. And yeah, I hope that it helps you with your new adventure breaking into the yachting industry and I look forward to connecting with you soon. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you a part of this journey with me. If you resonated with this episode, then please share this on your Instagram story and tag me at the Black Sheep Travels so that I can say a massive thank you and show you my appreciation. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes. Please share this with your friends or anyone you know that would enjoy this podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about me or how we can work together, then please visit my website, www.theblacksheeptravels.com. You can also subscribe to my email list so that you can stay in the loop for podcast drops, blogs, freebies, info about my coaching packages, my ebook, and upcoming courses and books. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you here.